thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Hannah Critchlow. This week, we wander the polished premolars of other species. Hi, my name's Kwesi and I'm from London. My question is, are we the only species which practices dental care? I don't imagine other species brush their teeth, though I'm bracing myself to be proven wrong. Yet in the many documentaries I watch, the animals, particularly felines and canines, seem to have perfectly clean gnashes. Are we humans missing a trick, or is it our complex diet that necessitates stripy toothpaste? Thanks very much. Love the show. So, with the exception of some species that have built up special relationships with other animals to help clean their teeth for them, humans are virtually the only ones that practice personal dental hygiene. Now, why is that? With the answer... Hi, my name's uh, David Williams and I work at Cambridge Vet School. Wild animals don't, by and large, get tooth decay and they don't need to brush their teeth at all. And you might ask, why on earth don't they get tooth decay? Well, you might think it's because their food's less mushy than the sort of stuff we give to domesticated dogs and cats. They do get a lot of tooth problems. After all, pet owners give their cats and dogs dentist sticks and other similar hard items to chew on to try and reduce the tartar and, and the tooth decay. But look at wild otters. They eat soft fish and slippery eels. They're hardly going to crack off tartar, are they? But they don't get any dental hygiene problems at all. So if the hard texture of the food isn't a thing preventing tooth decay, what is? The difference is probably related to the amount of carbohydrate in the diet, pets' diets, wild animals' diets, and our diets as well. Carbohydrates, that's say sugars and starches, provide a ready food source for bacteria in the mouth. They have weird names like protobacteria and firmicutes and fusobacteria. If there's sugar in the mouth, then they can grow more and more and give dental decay. Interestingly, old foxes and badgers do have tooth wear to the point of having incisors and molars, the the front teeth and the back teeth, worn down almost to the roots in old animals, but no tooth decay. And probably that's because wild foxes and badgers don't have a carbohydrate-rich diet. Of course, all this fits with what dentists tell us about our teeth, doesn't it? Sugary drinks and sweets increase our risk of dental decay. So maybe we should be like the wild animals and try and cut down on our sugar and carbohydrate intake. Thanks, David, for that. And crocodiles, already heavy protein eaters, are an example of taking their giant Nasha hygiene one step further, snapping up a loving relationship with the Egyptian crocodile bird. After eating their full, a crocodile will go off for a little snooze, relax open its jaw and allow the plover bird to act as its personal dental hygienist, vacuuming up the scraps that are left in crocodile's snappers. Everyone's a winner, the plover bird well-fed, and the croc keeps its winning smile. 
Well, with that question polished up, we'll stick with the subject of successful partnerships, but this time with a rather doomsday scenario. Hi, my name is Martin Harris and I live in Cheltenham. My question is, we rely increasingly on computer networks. If a solar storm or malicious virus hits the network, could our current civilization's dependency on computer networks be damaged irreversibly? So would it spell the end of the world as we know it if all of the computers crashed? Or could it lead to worldwide liberation? Send us your thoughts. You can tweet at Naked Scientists. You can write on our Facebook page. You can email chris at thenakedscientists.com or you can join in the live debate on our forum, which is at nakedscientists.com slash forum. The Naked Scientist's Question of the Week, brought to you in association with the How to Wisman Foundation, supporting science and education from Alpha to Omega. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.